Hello and welcome to Training in Japan, the podcast that covers all things trains and travel in the land of the rising sun. As usual, I'm your host Karun and I'm glad to have you joining me. In this episode, we'll be explaining to you the different types of JR Rail passes that are on offer to help you make the best decision on which pass to purchase to maximize your train journey here in Japan. So without further ado, let's get started. First off, what exactly is a JR Rail Pass? Well, it is a train pass that allows users, specifically foreign tourists, to travel on JR trains in Japan without having to buy different tickets. And this includes the Shinkansen. Please note that I said JR trains, so you can't use it for subways like Tokyo Metro or private railways like KQ or Tobu. But since JR covers much of Japan, this exclusivity really isn't a problem. The benefits of buying a rail pass are incredible, and I highly recommend anyone planning on traveling around much of the country to purchase one. You save an incredible amount of money, and you do not have to spend the time purchasing multiple tickets for different lines. Though it should be noted, you still have to reserve tickets for Shinkansen and limited express trains, but the reserve seat has no cost for those with a pass. Though once you have purchased a pass, using it is quite simple. As it looks similar to a regular Shinkansen ticket, all you need to do is take your rail pass and enter it at the ticket gates like you would a normal ticket. As for seat reservations, just take your pass to any ticket office operated by JR, known as Midori no Madoguchi, where a staff member will reserve the seat for you. You can also reserve tickets at the ticket machines by following the instructions on the screen if you do not want to, do not want to wait in line at the ticket offices, especially if it's a public holiday where lines can get very, very long. As mentioned prior, these passes are only available to foreign tourists. Some passes by the JR companies are available for foreign residents, so please keep that in mind if you do reside here in Japan. I would list them for you, but the JR groups make some available for limited periods of time before changing them, so I would find it best just to go into the JR websites to find out which ones you can purchase as a foreign resident. There are many types of passes, each with their own perks and pricings, and I'll list the ones that I think are the best. Please note that when it comes to pricing, one of them will be receiving a price hike soon, specifically in October 2023. So to not date any of the information, I'll use the new pricings if I can, and also everything will be in Japanese yen. First up, the most famous pass is simply known as the Japan Rail Pass. A joint pass offered by the JR groups across the country, effectively allowing you to use the entire JR train and Shinkansen network. One condition, though, is that for the Tokaido and Sanyo Shinkansen, you cannot reserve Nozomi or Mizuho Express trains with the Japan Rail Pass. Only the slower Hikari, Sakura, and Kodama services are reservable. So please keep that in mind when you're planning your trips. After the price hike in October 2023, though, you will be able to reserve Nozomi and Mizuho trains, but you will have to pay an extra fee to do so. You also cannot reserve green class or grand class seats as well, which are basically the business and first class seats respectively. A green car pass does exist, allowing you to reserve green car seats, but it is more expensive and I personally do not think it's worth it as the regular seats are spacious enough. For pricing, after the increase, the 7-day Japan Rail Pass will be valued at around 50,000 yen, with the 14-day being 80,000 yen, and the 21-day being 100,000 Japanese yen. Even with the price hike, I still think it's a very good value for money. 
The next pass on the list is the Tokyo Wide Pass, which covers the Kanto region. For those who don't live here, it basically only covers the Tokyo, the Tokyo metropolitan area and is roughly valued at around 10,000 Japanese yen as of recording. The JR East Nagano Niigata Area Pass gives you access to the Kanto region, just like the Tokyo Wide Pass, but it also covers the Nagano and Niigata areas as well. For example, you are able to take the Hokuriku Shinkansen up to Joetsu Mokyo Station. On the Joetsu Shinkansen, you can go up to Niigata, and on the Tohoku Shinkansen, you are allowed to go to Nasuchi Obara Station. Original JR trains in these regions are also usable, and the value for this pass is 18,000 Japanese yen. Next on the list is the JR East Tohoku Area Pass, which covers the entire Tohoku region and the Tokyo Metropolitan region as well. For those who don't know Japanese geography very well, Tohoku makes up the majority of Honshu, which is north of Tokyo, bar the Niigata region. That's 12 of Japan's 47 prefectures. So with this pass, you can travel along the entirety of the Tohoku, Yamagata, and Akita Shinkansen lines along with the JR trains in this region. Every single one of them, and trust me, there are so many train lines in the area. For pricing, the Tohoku area pass is worth 20,000 Japanese yen. To show you how good of a deal this is, for ref- uh, just for reference, a regular Shinkansen ticket from Tokyo to Aomori, which is in the uh, Tohoku region, the pass is about, well, one ticket is about 15,000 to 20,000 Japanese yen. So the pass covers a one-way trip automatically. For those who are traveling to the other islands, don't worry, there is a pass for you, all of which covers the JR networks across their respective island. The JR Hokkaido Pass, which covers the entirety of the Hokkaido Island, is priced about 19,000 yen, while the Shikoku Pass is 11,000, and the Kyushu Area Pass is about 18,500 Japanese yen. So, you must be wondering, which pass gives you the most value for money? Well, if you're traveling across the entire country, then the regular JR Pass or the Japan Rail Pass is the answer for you, even with the incoming price hike, as I said before. One pass, all the JR networks covered, it doesn't get any better than that. If you're looking to only explore one region, though, then I think the best value for money is the JR East Tohoku Pass. Not only is it cheaper than some regular Shinkansen tickets, but I feel the Tohoku region is probably the most underrated part of Japan, and I highly recommend people visit the area. Speaking of which... It's that time of the episode where I give you some travel destinations. But since I love the Tohoku area so much, I'll be recommending two places in the region that you can travel using the JR East Tohoku Area Pass. Up first on the travel list is Kakunodate in Akita Prefecture, a former castle town famous for its samurai heritage. If you head to the samurai district within the town, it's about a 20-minute walk from Kakunodate Station, and you can find many historical samurai residences there, six of which you can enter. Some have a fee, while others don't, so please keep that in mind. Five minutes away from the Samurai District is the Merchant District, and as you guessed, it was for the merchants in ancient times. Unfortunately, not as many buildings are available for tourists to visit, with only two notable ones coming to mind. Ando Jozo Miso, it's an old storehouse and shop which sells traditional miso and soy sauce. The other location is a Nishinomiya House, which actually has been converted into a restaurant. 
Coconut date is also extremely popular for the cherry blossom season as there are numerous weeping cherry trees planted alongside the Hinokinai River that runs through the town as well as the, the road of the Samurai District. If you do want to see the cherry blossoms in action, the best time to go is around late April, early May. Uh, to get to Kakunodate, take the Akita Shinkansen from Tokyo and get off at Kakunodate. Uh, the total journey is around three hours. The second destination I'm going to recommend to you is Sendai, the largest city in the Tohoku region. In addition to the breathtaking location it has to offer, Sendai is, almost, is also famous for its beef tongue dishes, simply known as gyutan in Japanese. Uh, some things to do in Sendai include Zui Holden, the mausoleum of Date Masumane, one of the pow most powerful feudal lords in the Edo period, and the man who actually founded the city of Sendai. Uh, other locations include Rinoji Temple, founded in 1441. You enter the garden of the temple at the back, and then you can walk along the various paths, which include koi fish ponds, as well as the three-storied pagoda and well-kept plants. Lastly, you have the Aoba Castle Ruins. The castle itself was built in 1600 on Mount Aoba, 100 meters above Sendai, offering very good views. However, due to fires as well as bombings during the Second World War, all that is left of the castle are the outer stone walls and a guard tower. To get to Sendai, just take the Tohoku Shinkansen from Tokyo and get off at Sendai Station with the one-way journey taking about one hour and a half. And with that, another episode of Training in Japan has come to an end, and I hope you enjoyed listening. Next episode will be quite special, as I will be interviewing an ex-JR East employee, and I look forward to sharing that with all of you. If you want any updates on episodes, travel tips, or train news, just follow the show on Twitter, at Training in Japan, or on Facebook. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you down the line.